Hey, I'm John Rockwell. Welcome to Finfluent, the podcast where you'll learn the basics of personal finance and managing your wealth. On this episode, I want to talk about retirement accounts. So there's three accounts that I'm going to talk about today. The first one you've probably heard of before, it's the most familiar for most people, is a 401k, which is an employer-sponsored retirement account. The other two are individual retirement accounts, or IRAs. So you have a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA. And those two can be a little bit different to some people and um, you know, 401k, most people know about because their employer talks to them about it, things like that. And it's a very common way to save for retirement. So let's start with a 401k. Like I said, a 401k is typically employer-sponsored, meaning that they will you know, put it in a benefits package when you start work on the first day. They'll say, how much of your paycheck do you want to contribute to a 401k? And they may even match a certain contribution that you put in. That percentage that they will match to is typically somewhere between 3 to 6%, which is really awesome because it's free money for you as you save for your retirement account. So 401k is really great because it's pre-tax money that you can contribute to your own retirement and your own savings. So what do I mean by pre-tax? Well, it's exactly like it sounds. You don't have to pay any sort of taxes on that money. It goes straight from your paycheck straight into an account, your 401k account. You don't have to pay any taxes on it. It actually reduces your total tax bill. So it's a great way to save money. It reduces your total taxes. If you're fortunate enough, you can put in $19,500 into your 401k annually. That's a 2020 rate. It typically goes up every year to adjust for inflation. But that's a lot of money. So if you're fortunate enough to do that and max it out, just know that there is a limit to how much you can put in there and you know reduce your total tax bill and maximize your total retirement savings. But that is great if you can max it out, and that should be your goals to try to max that out. Like I said, let's put this into an example, right? If you, if you make $100,000, let's say that your company matches 5% of your gross income that you put into your account. So if you put in 5,000 into your 401k every year, they will also match 5,000. That's 5% of your gross income. That $5,000 is free money. You will get that money. The only time that you don't get this money is if that isn't vested yet, meaning you haven't been with the company long enough for the employer contributions to your 401k to be yours yet. So you may see this when you sign into your account and look at your 401k. If you see that something's not vested yet, it means that not all of the money that your employers contributed is yours if you were to leave the company. So if you're thinking about making a career move, you're thinking about changing companies, just know that the money they've put in gets vested over time. It's typically a couple of years, um, but just know that when you're looking at it. The upside with a 401k is that it's pre-tax money. Like I said, you don't have to pay taxes on it, but the downside is you can't avoid taxes forever. So when you do get into retirement, when you reach the age of 59 and a half years old, that is the earliest that you're allowed to start withdrawing from a 401k without any sort of penalty or additional taxes, but you will start getting taxed on your distributions at a normal income rate. So let's say your gross income is $100,000, like I said, but this time it's in retirement. So you're taking home $100,000 and maybe it's not from 
working. You're not working a full-time job because you're retired at this point, but you're still getting $100,000 in you know bond income or different investments that you've made, or maybe you have your own business and you do stuff on the side and you have $100,000 of income, right? Well, the 401k contributions that you're actually required to take at a certain age will start being realized as income for you. You're going to start receiving money from a 401k. You may choose to deduct it or you might be forced to reduct it based on certain rules. But that money is going to get taxed like normal income and it's going to get taxed at the normal $100,000 tax bracket that you're in. So just know that you don't escape taxes forever. Um, but a 401k is nice because you can really maximize and save up front, but you do have to pay taxes in the back end. So just be cognizant of that. That leads me to individual retirement accounts. So like I said, there's two that I'm going to talk about. There's a Roth IRA and there's a traditional IRA. And I'm going to start with a Roth IRA. It's one of my favorite ways to save and one of my favorite ways to invest my money. And that may sound a bit odd. It's a retirement account and it's not usually the first thing people think of, but I really like them because it was one of the first accounts that I could set up on my own. I can contribute my own money and it just felt like I was taking ownership of my retirement. So if you don't have a Roth IRA and you're looking to stash more retirement money away, consider a Roth IRA. And let me tell you why you don't have to be making that much money to get started on a Roth IRA. In fact, you should be looking at it no matter what income level you, you're you in. So with a Roth IRA, it's slightly different than a 401k in a couple of different respects. They're both retirement accounts, but with a Roth IRA, they're post-tax contributions, meaning that you're gonna pay taxes on your gross income or you're gonna pay taxes on your paycheck. Then you're gonna have your net income and you're gonna take that money and put it into a Roth IRA. So you've already paid taxes on the money that you're putting into a Roth IRA. So that's different between a 401k and a Roth IRA, right? A 401k, you didn't have to pay taxes on before you put into the account. Roth IRA, you do have to pay taxes on before you put into an account. So keep that in mind, it's, a, it's an interesting distinction. But where this helps you on the back end is, with a 401k, I said you got taxed when you took distributions from your retirement account when you retire. Well, with a Roth IRA, you don't pay any taxes at all in retirement. And that's because you've already paid the taxes up front. They were post-tax contributions that you already put into a Roth IRA. So when you get into retirement, you don't have to pay tax on the principal that you put in, which is the money that you contributed to your account. And you don't have to pay taxes on the gain that you've made on your principal over all the years of investing that money in your Roth IRA. And that's huge. You don't have to pay taxes on that money. It can grow, it can compound in a Roth IRA. And when you're ready to take it out in retirement, you don't have to pay any taxes on that money at all. And it's awesome. So having a 401k and a Roth IRA together are great ways to give yourself flexibility in retirement because with a 401k, if you take money out, you will be taxed on it. With a Roth IRA, again, you won't be taxed on it when you do take that money out. So for 2020, you can put 19,500 into a 401k. Well, with a Roth IRA, the limit is $6,000. So it's a little bit lower, right? It's $7,000 if you're 50 years or older. There's a catch-up fee that you're 
or a catch-up contribution, I should say, that allows you to sock away that extra $1,000. And it's because you're closer to retirement, et cetera. But the $6,000 still is a lot of money, right? That's a good chunk of change. And if you're fortunate enough to put it in there, then you should be putting it in there. So now that you have a good understanding of a Roth IRA, I want to explain why you might be investing in a traditional IRA or why you might want to set up a traditional IRA. Well, the Roth IRA, like I said, it's one of my favorite accounts and it almost sounds too good to be true. There is actually an income limit to a Roth IRA. So if you're fortunate enough to make $124,000, you're actually not allowed to contribute the full amount to a Roth IRA. And I say full amount because there's actually a phase out range or income range between $124,000 and $139,000 where you incrementally cannot invest to a Roth IRA. So that's important because if you make $140,000, you're doing very well for yourself. Um, So pat yourself on the back, but you're actually not allowed to contribute to a Roth IRA. And that's because of the tax advantages. Like I said, they are post-tax contributions and you know, that money, the principal can get invested. It can grow. It can, you can earn a bunch of gains and then in retirement, you can pull it out and not pay any taxes on that. Well, you've actually been deemed well enough off that you make $140,000 or more that you're not going to get that tax advantage. It's the Roth IRA is really set up for people who, you know, want to sock the extra money away outside of a 401k and they want to save for retirement and they're not making, you know, tons of money to begin with. Obviously you can live a very nice life with $80,000, $60,000, you know, if you're really good at saving it, you can do really well for yourself. But the point is, if you are making $140,000, that is the limit. You're not allowed to contribute to a Roth IRA. So that's where a traditional IRA comes in, is it's similar to a Roth IRA. It's post-tax contributions. You can get partial deductions from your tax bill if you make less than $75,000 a year. But again, if you make less than $75,000 in the year, I recommend you go with a Roth IRA instead. But you can put it into a traditional IRA. You can contribute up to $6,000 in a traditional IRA. There's a catch-up contribution as well if you're 50 years or older. And with a traditional IRA, this is what's different than your Roth IRA is in retirement, you will be taxed on that money. So it's not like a Roth IRA where um, you you get to take the money out, the principal and the gains without paying any taxes. Because I've said you're fortunate enough to contribute to a, or you're fortunate enough to have such a high salary where you're not allowed to contribute to a Roth IRA, Um, you have to contribute to a traditional IRA and it's not going to be tax free when you pull it out. The upside is if you're making less than 75,000, you can deduct some of it. If you're, you know, making less than 75,000, you should be in a Roth IRA anyway. That is what a traditional IRA is. I think it's pretty clear that you should be in a Roth IRA instead, unless of course you're making, you're fortunate enough and you're making a high enough salary that you aren't allowed to legally contribute to a Roth IRA. So those are your three retirement accounts. You've got the 401k, you've got the Roth IRA, and you have your traditional IRA. But you may be asking yourself, is there 
a strategy to invest some money in a 401k, invest some money in an IRA. And that leads me to the idea of an investment ladder. And I call it that because that's how it's coined in the industry. You can go Google investment ladder and there are people out there that will tell you how to distribute your money. But the idea is this, it will, it's a strategy to tell you, should I invest all my money into a 401k? Should I invest all my money into an IRA? Or should I do some sort of split? And the strategy I use and the strategy I recommend for you is invest in your 401k first and make sure that you're reaching your employer contribution match. So that three to 6% that I was talking about in a 401k, make sure that you're contributing enough to a 401k in order to get them to maximize that contribution on their end. That money that they contribute, once it's vested, is free money. It's money that you can only get in the year that you're contributing to your 401k. Go get that money. That is the easiest money that you will make. After you've done that, I actually recommend to switch over to a Roth IRA. And I think this is where a lot of people find themselves is they're probably contributing more to a 401k and may not even have a Roth IRA set up. But this is where you should go set up a Roth IRA. You can typically do it with the broker that you're using to invest your money. But set up that Roth IRA and start contributing to that before you contribute above the contribution limit that your employer said that they would match to. And I recommend that because in the Roth IRA, like I said, you have the flexibility to take that principle out if you need to, which is nice, but you shouldn't have to. Um, and then it also gives you the flexibility in retirement to not have to pay taxes on any of that money when you do finally start taking it out, which is a big upside on a 401k. So go ahead, put the money into a 401k up to the employer contribution, then put the money into a Roth IRA, contribute up to $6,000. And if you're still fortunate enough to be able to save for retirement, go back to the 401k and max out the 401k. The ideal state scenario, if you can invest and sock away money for retirement in the absolute best way that you can is to max out your 401k put the $19,500 in there into your 401k and also max out your $6,000 in your Roth IRA. I know some of you listening are probably rolling your eyes thinking, I am having a hard enough time budgeting and I'm having a hard enough time keeping myself afloat with other expenses. And I totally understand that. I understand that everybody is in different positions. This is the best case scenario if you can afford to do it. If you can't, there's lots of budgeting techniques that I'm going to talk about. There's a lot of different techniques I'm going to talk about to pay down debt and how to do that to get you to the point where you can max out your 401k and your Roth IRA. When you do it, you will feel like you've grabbed the bull by the horns and you can do whatever you want. You can retire early. You've got tons of money socked away. Your net worth has gone through the roof and you can just watch that money grow and grow and grow and be comfortable that when you reach retirement age, you will be more than set and you can comfortably retire. So that's the goal is to put as much away as you can. I understand everybody has different capabilities when it comes to that and other people have different expenses, but that is the goal. So those are the three retirement accounts that I wanted to talk about. This is one of my favorite episodes to talk about and record. And even when I'm out in the real world talking with friends or talking with people from work, it's 
so much fun to have these conversations because everybody I find knows about the 401k they have from work. Maybe they know a little bit about a Roth IRA. Maybe they contribute a little bit to it, but they certainly aren't maxing out both. And they certainly aren't taking advantage of the employer contribution and then switching to the Roth IRA like I talked about. So I hope you learned something on this episode. I learned a lot when I was first learning this. um, And I had no idea when I entered the workforce even what a 401k was. So I really hope that you learned something from this episode. I hope that you're set up in a great position to start saving retirement. And the best thing you can do right now is if you don't have a Roth IRA, go ahead and look into creating one if you can sock away the extra money and you know grab the bull by the horns. Like I said, it's actually a lot of fun to save for retirement. You're going to feel great that you've been able to do it. So that's the episode. Hope you liked it. Hope you learned something. Stay tuned for more content. It's uh, We're going to talk about a lot of really cool stuff coming up as well. All opinions stated on this podcast are purely that. You should not treat any opinion expressed by myself as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of my opinion. My opinions are based upon information I consider to be reliable, but I always suggest and recommend you to perform individual research. I'm not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided on this podcast, and my statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. I do not guarantee any specific outcome or profit. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed on this podcast. Strategies or investments discussed may fluctuate in price or value. Investors may get back less than invested. Investments or strategies mentioned on this podcast may not be suitable for you. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned on this podcast. Before acting on any information on this podcast, you should consider whether it is suitable for you, your particular circumstances, and strongly consider seeking advice from your own financial or investment advisor.